So you want to balance your hormones, but you have no idea where to begin. If you've gone down the Google rabbit hole, I don't have to tell you that most of the advice out there is pretty bad or even unusable. In this episode, I'll share with you my favorite six quick hormone tips for optimal hormone balance and period health. And I'll share with you a top secret project I've been working on over the last couple months. Welcome to the Cyclical Podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder, and I'm a naturopathic doctor and the leading expert in women's cyclical health and menstruation. Let's get started. Hey, gorgeous friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Super excited to talk about all things hormones. It's funny because I think a lot of us probably dozed through... (laughs) you know, our middle school health class or even college biology because it wasn't really usable. And that's really what inspired me to start to specialize in hormone health and cyclical wisdom because I found that even though I had trained so much in health and nutrition, even though I was in naturopathic school, I quickly realized that I really didn't know a whole lot about hormones. We don't really talk about hormones beside the, you know, quick like If you have PMS, you have a hormone problem, but what do we really do to fix hormone imbalances? We then couple that with an abundance of less than stellar information, like just eat this one thing and your life will be fixed, or just take a drop of Clary Sage essential oil and your life will be better. Uh, Speaking of essential oils, I am a fan of essential oils. I own more than I would even dare to admit to you, but uh, I had a real go viral a couple weeks ago, and in it, I just poked light fun at MLMs. I didn't say any particular one. I definitely didn't say anything about essential oils in particular. Um, I was just poking fun at the kind of the idea where we all have a friend that's done MLMs and they believe that their products are the cure-all for many different things. So I was more so poking fun at the industry that acts like everyone's product is the super cure, super fix for everything. And anyway, people came for me (laughs) in the DMs and I did not mean it in a rude way. I was just having some light fun. Um, And some people were really offended, but luckily through loving communication, I think we all, (laughs) we all mellowed out a little bit. Um, Anyway, I digress, but with hormones, there's definitely a lot of interesting advice out there. I'm sure many of us have gone down the Google rabbit hole in like, why am I exhausted all the time? Or, okay, here's my five symptoms. Google's now saying estrogen is high, but what do I actually do with that? Now, many of you that have followed me a while know that my signature offering period reboot is the top of the line program for hormone balancing and period help. So we go into all this at depth, but way more usable than like your college biology class, remember, where maybe they talked about some of this, but they didn't talk about how to really get down to the root of what's going on. And they definitely didn't talk about the incredible orchestration that happens in your body with your hormones. So in Period Reboot, we go at length through hormone balancing 101. What does it mean if estrogen's high or testosterone is high or we've got something like PCOS? What does it mean if fatigue is what really haunts us day to day? It is exceptional. The doors will open for that June of 2021. So when I say like literally put an an alarm in your calendar, I'm not joking. Um, Absolutely incredible. You'll hear more of the incredible testimonials that I got this last round in January because y'all people changed their life and I'm so proud of them. The incredible women that showed up, went all in, came to every live session and because of that have a night and day difference in their hormones and their period. 
epic. <laughs> so today in these quick six hormone tips, I'll share with you some of the basics in where to start with balancing your hormones, as well as some big pitfalls that you'll want to avoid. As I said, there's a lot of poor information out there regarding hormones. And so you've probably heard things like everyone should fast or everyone should go keto, or if you've got stubborn belly weight, definitely sign up for a half marathon. And the complex thing here is female biology and male biology are innately different, not in a bad way, actually in a really epic way, but we can't keep lumping everyone in a biological sense in the same arena here when it comes to things like hormones. Our hormones have way different surges, and so we have to take account for that. Some of this info may also feel basic, but believe me when I say you're going to want to hear all of this. So stay open-minded and yeah, just, just enjoy this journey. Uh, before I share these six quick tips, um, a lot of you have asked what this big project is that I've been working on. Um, some of you that follow me on Instagram have heard me talk about it. I formally announced it maybe like 10 days ago, but behind the scenes, I've been working on a cycle tracking book. So a book where you can track your period and your hormones, track all of your different symptoms and really feel empowered by your body versus at the whim of it. And it has been quite a project. Myself and my dear friend Renee have been working tirelessly to create this for everyone. So I'm, I'm so excited for all of you to have it into your hands. It's a lot more work than I would have thought to do something like this. Um, so it'll be available very, very soon, hopefully here in like the month of May or something like that. Um, it's going to be amazing. It is called the Cyclical Monthly Period Tracker. So it'll be a booklet for three menstrual cycles up to 36 days each with all sorts of incredible tools that I've never seen implemented in a cycle tracker. So stay tuned. Um, some of you were a little disappointed to find out that it was not me creating an app. And um, I appreciate that you all think that highly of me that you think that I could figure out how to make an app. Um, if you didn't know, the average cost to create an app is upwards of $100,000. And so right now, financially, that's not really on the radar. Um, so maybe in the future, who knows, maybe someday we'll make a GoFundMe or something. Everyone can pitch in a dollar and we can have an app or something. But uh, right now, that's not on my radar at all. Um, but instead, you get a beautiful cyclical tracker where you get to put pen to paper and track your beautiful monthly ebbs and flows. All right, let's talk about hormones. So when people come to me and ask me, Cassandra, I think maybe I have a hormone imbalance going on, I don't really know, or maybe I'm presenting all of these symptoms, I've gone to my doctor and they poo-pooed the idea of hormone testing, or they said it's not really that important, or they only tested one thing, like just testosterone or just estrogen. I so hear you, friends. I know how frustrating it can be. So if you've ever wondered if you might be struggling with a hormone imbalance, here's just a general picture of someone that may be struggling hormonally, even if hormone testing has not been a possibility just yet. But let me tell you that at some point, hormone testing is really vital if you're struggling with some of these uh, symptoms in a severe way. So someone really struggling with their hormones, they wake up and they're exhausted. They are struggling to lose weight. They feel like they could live on carrots and CrossFit and they would never lose weight. Their energy levels stay low throughout the day. Around two, three o'clock, they may have a blood sugar crash where they suddenly have to have a coffee or have to have a cupcake or something sugary to keep them going. 
This person probably struggles with pretty severe PMS in the second half of their month, where literally, I mean, this might this might sound like a joke, but literally this is a real concern for some people where half of the month they are contemplating divorce because they're so annoyed with their spouse and they're so over it and they can't help but think maybe it would all be better um, if I just didn't have to see this person every single day. This person with a hormone imbalance may have a lot of blood sugar ups and downs where they get maybe hangry a lot of the time. They may find that their hair on the top of their head is thinning, but they're growing little goat hairs on their chin, on their breast, on their back, uh, even on their belly. They may find that acne is a chronic concern. They may feel that depression is becoming worse as time goes on. I mean, these are just a few things. And while this might sound really extreme, a large percentage of the women I work with in Period Reboot, um, and even my private practice, exhibit almost this exact list. And it's really, really sad. No one deserves to live like this. So if you've been living like this and you are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, in the link in the show notes, you're gonna to wanna to click Period Reboot. The doors will open in June of 2021 and you do not wanna miss it. This is your step-by-step -step guide to balance your hormones and rebalance your cycle and when I tell you that the testimonials are through the roof, whew, just y'all wait, just y'all wait. Okay, well, let's move into then what are these six tips here that I can give you today so that you have a little something to go off of and then in June, you'll have your spot in period reboot so you can really get to the root. Okay, so number one, my first big hormone tip is to look at your meals every single day and to see if they are conducive to hormone balance or causing all sorts of fun blood sugar roller coasters. So the acronym I teach my clients and people in period reboot is PFF. So this stands for protein, fat, and fiber. So at every meal, that's the first thing we're looking at. We are looking at where is the protein? That should be the largest part of the meal for hormone balance. Where is the healthy fat? And then where is the fiber? So meaning a carb, but more so, you know, not like a piece of white bread per se, but maybe some quinoa or sweet potato or something that has a little more sustenance to it. Um, by eating like this at every meal, our blood sugar stays far more balanced. Now in Period Reboot, we have people from many different health backgrounds, but a lot of people have either been diagnosed with PCOS or they've wondered about PCOS. Uh, and the key thing to know with PCOS, specifically polycystic ovarian syndrome, is that insulin resistance is typically a large part of that for up to 70% of people that have PCOS. And so when we think of insulin resistance, then we can all imagine how vital it is to keep blood sugar managed throughout the day. So the worst thing, right, we could do in the morning is head over to Starbucks and grab a triple mocha coca latte thing. I don't even know, I don't really go to Starbucks. So whatever yummy sugary thing they got. Um, and some yummy muffins or whatever, that's how we start our day. So immediately you were gonna get the spike in blood sugar, the deep decline, and then two hours later, we're hungry or now we need a snack or now we need a coffee or something to try and get our blood sugar balanced again. It is a vicious cycle. So instead, when we eat protein, fat, and fiber at every meal, we will stay full much longer and also our insulin and our glucose and our blood sugar will stay more regulated as well. The other thing to know is if your blood sugar is very irregular, this can uh, cause androgens like testosterone to increase. So if you're getting a lot of acne or facial hair, chest hair, anything like that, um, this could be driving that and also can cause more inflammation and adrenal stress. So when I say look at your meals, <laughs> I mean really look at your meals because that's a big piece that a lot of people don't talk about. 
Now the second piece uh, or my second hormone balancing tip that's right along with that is to eat within 30 minutes of waking. Now I should stretch that I'd say 30 to 60 minutes. Um, but what that does is again, keep our blood sugar at the forefront of our mind. So I know intermittent fasting is a big thing and people are really into it and that's cool. But for hormone imbalances, fasting is really not going to be the most beneficial thing for us. Um, I'm sure I'm going to get all these DMs now from people saying, I've fasted for 20 years and I feel great. Good. Good for you. I'm so happy. Um, but for the average person or the average woman with a hormone imbalance, fasting is going to cause more low-grade inflammation and stress, uh, and it's going to be problematic in the future. So instead, within an hour of waking, have your first meal or something small, little snack if you go to the gym or something first thing, um, and think again, PFF. All right, my third tip is to rethink fasting. So we've already touched on this, but intermittent fasting for most people with a hormone imbalance is not going to be beneficial in the long term. Um, you're welcome to message me on Instagram if you'd like to see some studies, but I think it's important to note that most studies, whether it's for keto or intermittent fasting or going raw or whatever, most of these studies are done biologically on men. And so they are measuring how effective it is on male biology. Well, if we have female biology, we've got a total different system going on here and our hormones work very differently. And so when someone says, well, the studies show intermittent fasting is fabulous, or I'm at the grocery store and some magazine is saying, just fast for 20 hours a day and you'll drop 30 pounds in 30 days. <laughs> Run. That is so uh, not, not on the same wavelength. Um, and is going to cause definitely a lot more issues, in my opinion, in the long run, because those studies don't apply to half of the population. So rethink fasting. If you feel really good fasting, you know, for 12 hours, that could be doable. But when we get up into the 16, 20 hour fasts, um, unless you are working very closely with a physician or you're at like a holistic health center or something, I would stay far away from that. Okay, number four is to look at managing stress every single day. Now, I know we're all laughing like, haha, have you been here the last year, Cassandra? <laughs> and what I mean by this is look at the stress in your life. Look at the stress that you can control and also look at the stress that you cannot. So obviously none of us can control what's going on on a global scale right now, but we can manage our perspective and our expectations. We can have boundaries around when we watch the news. We can have boundaries around uh, many different uh, outlets maybe that put us into more of a fight or flight mode for the stress you can control. Maybe this is having a good conversation with your partner saying it would really mean a lot to me if you would support me in having a better social media boundary because that really stresses me out or I'd really appreciate it if at night you could help me with X so that I can get to bed earlier and really work on my health. Sometimes it's the small things that make a big difference. So if you've never done it, make a list of your biggest stressors in your life and just note what you could change and what you can't. The things you can't, look at your perspective. All right, my fifth one is sleep. Ideally, getting to bed by 10 p.m. each night. Now, that's in a perfect world. I think for many of us that is attainable, unless you're a shift worker or something, um, this, this is probably within reach. By going to bed within 10, we're really working with the body in terms of when melatonin production naturally begins, um, and it gives our body the appropriate time it needs to restore throughout the night. 
So if we're going to bed at 11, 12, 1, 2 a.m., we start to dip into our melatonin. We're probably gonna feel really fatigued the next day. Um, and remember, if you have a hormone imbalance, we also really want to think about this in a healing sense. So if someone is in a, you know, uh, an imbalanced state, then we have to really take extra care of them. So if you know right now that your hormones are a little out of whack, definitely struggling, that weight's not budging, you're exhausted all the time, PMS is horrible, your periods are outrageous. This is where we really have to put in some effort to rebalance the body. So to give it plenty of sleep, eight to nine hours, to feed it these great meals, to manage the stress, you get what I'm saying. Okay, my last one is to exercise cyclically. So if you are like a hardcore, I go to spin class seven days a week, every single day, and I love it. You might not like this, but exercising cyclically means changing our exercise routines throughout the month to match our cycle. We go into this at length in period reboot. The science is incredible that is emerging around this. And you'll also be ticked off realizing how misled we've all been about exercise science yeah, like there's so much to this. Um, so what this means is starting to look at your full monthly cycle with your four phases, plugging in different exercises that are conducive to each phase. And it is incredibly life-changing. So if you wanna learn a lot more about this and you're really interested in how food specifically works in your body, how exercise can heal or drastically harm your hormones, manage stress, get your periods balanced, balance your hormones, address the adrenal fatigue, address what could be going on with your thyroid, look at why progesterone's low, all this fun stuff that maybe right now you're like, I don't know if I need that. It's possible you do. <laughs> go to the link in the show notes or go to cassandrawilder.com period. Like I said, the doors for period reboot will open in June. Our last round in January was absolutely life-changing here over the next few weeks. You'll be hearing more of the stories of the transformations that women had within five weeks of that course. They are absolutely astounding and really speak to how willing our body is to heal if only we give it the right tools and good community support. In Period Reboot, the calls are live, so we deep dive into everything together. You get expert support from me, the menstruation queen, uh, and also an incredible community that's there to support you, celebrate you, answer your questions, and be there for you when you're having a challenging day. So link in the show notes or cassandrawilder.com slash period. Let me know on Instagram if you cannot wait. I know there's probably 50 of you already that are like, hello, let me in. Not yet. Very soon, my friends. Okay, if you love this episode, please share it on Instagram and tag me at Menstruation Queen. It means so much to see that this info is helpful for you. And let me know which tool specifically you will be implementing. All right, beautiful friends, thank you for being here, and I'll see you next week.